Oh my god. No, we're good. We're good. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of It's Me, Frankie B. I'm joined by my co-host, Ed and Kobe. Hello, hello. How we doing, guys? Good, man. Living good. it up, brother. It's, uh, yeah. Wednesday? Yeah. Today, Wednesday? Yeah. Today's Wednesday. It's been a, the first week, the first, like, work week of the year or whatever. First day hit me like a semi-truck oh, yeah. yesterday. So. I, I went in Monday, and when everyone else was on a company holiday, pretty much, and... It was it was tough because it was really eerie driving in because no one was on seventy. No, yeah. No one was downtown. We walk into Salesforce and we had to fob in to get in even into the building from the parking garage, which is never a thing. Um, there was no security there, nothing. And so we went upstairs and wait. Like, so then why did you even go in? <laughs> well, no, no, because our our company was in. Oh, okay. So Salesforce just everybody is else. A, okay, everyone okay, else downtown okay. Got it. still had it off because we had all of last week off. You didn't so, get a Monday off. No, because we had Thursday, Friday as observance. Okay. So we had Monday, Tuesday for Christmas and New Year Christmas Eve, and then we had Wednesday as a like basically free holiday that they gave us, and then Thursday, Friday for New Year's Eve and New Year's. I don't hate that. No, not at all. And I mean, I I enjoyed having the week off, but yeah, it was really weird coming in, and then a lot of people still took PTO January second. Yeah. So it was like dead silent in there, and it was it was a struggle. Yeah. It definitely was a struggle. But I had my new boss starting that day, so I couldn't have taken PTO. Yeah, so no, I was you like, meet him, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. So it's it was uh, it was interesting. Uh, but to, <laughs> today we're going to be doing a podcast episode on basically ourselves. We want to get the people to know who we are and kind of understand the background of how we became friends, uh, why I started this podcast in the first place, and basically what we went to school for, what we do for our actual careers, and then also kind of feeding into what the plan is for this podcast in general. So uh, we the hope humble, you enjoy. The humble yeah, brag. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and then we can look back on this episode when we hit like episode 1000 or whatever it's sure. going to be, and we're millionaires, and we're going to be sitting there like, man, we were so idiotic back then. We still will be. Great yeah. Time. Absolutely. We still will be Absolutely. Idiots. So I would like to go ahead and start off with uh, the how we became friends. Yeah. So we kind of talked about this beforehand. Ed and I became friends, we believe, the summer after eighth grade, going oh, yeah. into high school. And then Kobe and I have known each other for many, many years. I mean, we played baseball and basketball. Even Did you play football back in no. the day? You were no. soccer. You were yeah. soccer. Yeah. Or football. Football. Wow. Yeah. English football. I did not play <laughs> yeah. American football. No. Um, but yeah, so I've known Kobe for forever. We played three different sports together or two different sports together. Um, and we were friends, never as close as we were once we got to high school, but at least, you know, when we were younger, we did. And then Ed and I became friends because we were supposed to fight each other at a friend's house. And <laughs> there has to be a little bit more of a detail I, in that, you know. <laughs> so, you know, middle school into high school drama, young kids, a rumor went around that I was trying to date his ex-girlfriend. I was not. And I just wasn't having it. And he know? wasn't and it was going to come down the blows. <laughs> and there was <laughs> all eighth graders. No. Yeah. Can't, I'm not going to let that slide. He, there, <laughs> there was hype men behind him that will not be named that were trying to get us to fight. And then I show up at our friend's house. He's already ready to fight. I get blindsided with, hey, you're fighting today. Didn't know that, but I was like, okay, where's the smoke? And uh, all of a sudden the pizza arrives for everyone to eat. And I sit down next to him to eat pizza. And I talk to him, not really knowing this guy. And uh, we became friends, and then he understood that that wasn't the situation at all. And, yeah, and now we've been friends ever since, and it's been a great, great 
friendship. I would yeah, believe. I, I mean, you to... can blindside me and say yeah, it's not well, been great. Well, no, <laughs> I mean, we've had our ups and downs. Don't yeah. get me wrong. No, yeah. So, so would would Frankie have just bodied you though? Would Frankie want that fight? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't, I don't think know. you were like really deep in the football weightlifting time. So yet. it would have been in the process because yeah. in in eighth grade, I was wrestling and I was five eight one forty five. But I walked in freshman year of high school at six foot one eighty five. So like I was definitely in my transition of becoming a yeah. young man with still the pubescent Pu- puberty you know, was hitting mustang- you. Or mustache. Well, puberty mustache. hit me like seventh grade. My yeah, guy. you already, already had gray hair oh, by least. seventh grade. Yeah, you had was, gray hair I freshman looked, year. I looked sixteen at thirteen. <laughs> yeah, so you were buying us beer when you were five years old. <laughs> to this day, I get absolutely shitty that I walk into the local liquor store in Plainfield. Yeah, and they didn't card me. Yeah, like you my were first like on your twenty first birthday, like, or like the it day was after literally like two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I went and bought a six pack for my dad, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, this is it. I'm gonna get carded." Nope, didn't even card me. I was like, "Well, you didn't even right. get a happy birthday Darn. wish." No, then. I was like, "Whatever, yeah. man. This is what you get for looking thirty at twenty one." Yeah, that's tough. exactly. That's tough. So yeah, who knows what would have happened back then? I was, I was already doing like boxing and stuff with uh, a couple of the guys in that guy's house that we went to. I think Frankie would have won. <sighs> I. I love you I both, know. but we'll I did so many years of karate, man. I had it down. Did you I had really? It, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think I knew that. I did karate. <laughs> I want to say. Oh, you I, blocked I, it. I blocked it. <laughs> no, I want to say like three, four years, honestly. Huh. And also, I wasn't a stranger to throwing blows. Like, I wasn't, like, going to be, like, my no. first tussle, like, on the playground type deal. Since we don't have video yet, I just tried to smack Ed upside the face, and uh, he blocked it. So, blocked it, the, right. it's like riding a bike. It's like riding a bike. Hitting crane. <laughs> Wax on. You know? Wax Which on. I even knew, like, Chinese numbers or Japanese. I don't even know what the numbers well, are. Well, karate would be Japanese. Japanese. Yeah. I Japanese. I, was, I have no idea. Ichi, Achi. I don't know. Ichi, Ni, San. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. What is that? Korean? Uh, nope. That would be Japanese. See, there you go. Yeah. All three years. There you go. Perfected my Japanese. <laughs> Cody's going to be mad I couldn't get past three. No. But... <laughs> Ichi, hey, It's okay. Uh, Kobe, you took Japanese for, yeah. what, four years? Six, four, five well, when do we have to start it? Seventh grade. No, Seventh, eighth, eighth grade. grade. So eighth grade. five years. Yeah. I took AP. Okay. I took AP Japanese. And there can't you go. Speak a lick of Japanese nope. to this day. Nope. I took Spanish, and then I was also around Ed, who, um, if you've listened to the other episodes and heard his name, um, he <laughs> is also Spanish, or you could say Mexican. Yeah. Very and Mexican. <laughs> very, Mexican. very Mexican. I would say more Mexican than Spanish. Than yeah, Spanish yeah. <laughs> yeah. He speaks Spanish. I speak Spanish. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, I was all around it from listening to his parents growing up and in class, and I still can't speak fluent Spanish. So that's a success story on my own. <laughs> um, I took French. Yeah, yeah. I, I looking back, I'm like, I should have. But no, I'm glad you should have just cakewalked through Spanish. But man, I just yeah. wouldn't. You know, I took French for the girls in the class. There oh, were for cute sure. girls in that Jeez. class, man, and whatever. I know a little bit, but not enough. Not enough. Yeah. <laughs> but no, and I, I wish I would have taken French now, obviously, because oh, yeah, your, your wife my wife's French, French <laughs> and yeah. her family's French, and you know, we're going to have situations where I'm going to need a little French and our uh, adult life together. Um, I'm going to have to get the, what is it, Duolingo? Duolingo, yeah. yeah. Start so, I tried to use Babbel. It's oh, a new app that came out. I don't know how I feel about it yet. It's still, I'm still going to, I'm dabbling in Babbel. Okay. Um, you can go old school like Rosetta Stone. Yeah. that's That was around, like, that's been around for like 20 oh, for years sure. at least. For sure. Duolingo actually works though. So, I, I picked it up to like brush up on my French when, you're, yeah. when your family was coming over from France <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Like, I used it to brush up. And it does a really good job, honestly. That's good. Like, because mm. it, it teaches you grammar, it also teaches you yeah. to speak. So, uh, yeah. 
I recommend it. Which it was wild because I college let me down on this because I had to take a couple more electives. And I was like, oh, well, I'll take French 1 yeah. and kind of learn some French while I'm in college. Nope. And the wild thing was, it even says on there, for beginners that don't know any, any of this yeah. language. Yeah. The very first uh, like lesson, because it's an online course, was they wanted you to respond in full fluent French yeah. Yeah. Uh, like sentences. And I even had Julia sit next to me. I was like, hey, help me finish this assignment, and then like I'm going to drop this class. <laughs> and so... She, she like, even struggled with, like, answering. Yeah. She's like, well, they're wanting very, very formal answers. And she's like, no one speaks formally. You were formally. just like, Gemma Pell. Yeah. Branded? Yeah, exactly. Who <laughs> say la boulangerie? I don't know. Yeah. And you were like, ah, this is too much, Max. It, too well, much. it was, yeah. yeah, it was weird because they were asking, like, very interesting questions. Not just, hello, how are you? What's yeah, your name? It was right. like, what color is the alligator? And what was it? Like, and I'm like, what <laughs> the heck? Yeah. And so, yeah, I dropped the class, picked up fencing. The rest of I did take Spanish in college. Yeah. And 100%, I bullshitted like I didn't know Spanish. No sabo kid. And it was great. <laughs> <laughs> like three semesters worth of A pluses. Actually, I tested out. I just had to pay like a fee or whatever and yeah. just got the grade. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I, I actually signed up for a Japanese one at IU. Uh, and then I met with an advisor before classes started. And uh, she told me, she said, you know, this whole class is taught in Japanese. And it's a level one course. It's level one. It was like yeah. intro, it was like the intro course. Well, yeah. And I was like, uh because the gen ed requirements at IU, you probably have the same thing. Yeah. You probably obviously we all probably have the same thing. Is you had to take like certain level number of credits of like history and then a certain number of credits like international study. Studies. International study type. Yeah. Like, so like a language would have fulfilled it. Geography class counts. Yeah. 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 But I was like fencing uh, counted for it. No. Really? Fencing. Yeah, fencing. Just because it was like an internationally yeah. sport? Yeah. Okay. And it was only one credit hour, so I had to take something else with it, which yeah. I took international econ, which we'll get to later because we're going to talk about the you know, what we did in college. My too, brother did yoga yeah. in college. Like, I can't believe yeah. it. That's not shocking. He paid so he paid tuition to take yoga. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I took a – probably one of my toughest classes in college was – a Western Europeans European wines class. Oh yeah, and I imagine. Yeah. I was already a level one Psalm and I struggled in the class because they wanted you the the exam, the final exam was a blind taste test and you had to know the varietal and what type of or the the wine, the varietal and then like the soil? The no the, the exact country that it would have came from. Oh. Because like different varietals for yeah. each country. Um and I was just like no, this is a lot because even for the level one psalm, like you don't do blind taste tests to know exactly like yeah. pinpoint. Yeah. They want you to know like the tasting notes mm -hmm. and like what they're actually like. You they want you to be able to recognize what is in a wine or what the what the wine uh, pairs with pairs maybe. with, yeah. and that's basically it. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was very uh, eye opening, and like the final exam was then paired with the final essay and the final essay was a plan a trip to somewhere that we've already studied and then what you do what wines you drink and then find vineyards there and write about and I'm like man this is a cool. lot for a this is a lot for a level one yeah, for like a wine fun class. class yeah for a fun class I was like man this is tough but we got through it and uh, everything was all hunky dory but uh, kind of leading into that we uh, we joke that you know we're the cold boys Oh, from boy. back in the day, um, so from back, well, I still am. Hey, you still are a cold boy, right till we die. Jeez. But no, like they. Uh, <laughs> like this is this is crazy. So so basically, 
I wasn't one of the original Cold Boys. I think Ed, Cody, and Kobe were, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you guys brought it up at soccer practice or something as a I'm joke? On the back of the bus. Oh, on the back AP's, of the bus. Or, was it a, was was it that back, or was, No, no, it was a back of the bus thing. I think it was because, I don't know, man. We were listening to rap back in the day or yeah. whatever. You know, we're all white suburban kids, so it's comedy in itself. But literally, we just we laughed. I think it's a riff off of like a Little Wayne track because they called themselves the Hot Boys or something like yeah. that. And I was like, "Fuck it, we're gonna be called the Cold Boys." And it stuck. It was just a funny. It was just like a funny thing. We never did anything stupid right. or anything like that. It was just a funny thing, and it's hilarious. And now I'm 20 freaking years old. And I'm talking about it on a podcast <laughs> for but, sure. But full because circle, full circle, because full it's, circle. it stuck and it was really funny. Yeah, yeah. And and like I said, I was bringing that up because we still joke about it to this day. But the original name finding was because of that as a joke. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so, yeah, that's why I said we're not going to name them <laughs> and, and not say anything like that. But dude, I, I've come too far to set trip, man. Right. Right. Too far. Right. No, but yeah, I, I I'll say soccer my freshman year of high school made me have male friends because mm-hmm. we were talking before the pod in middle school i didn't really have guy friends i think i, I had one or two that i could think of that yeah. yeah and then we got to high school and we weren't as close because they started doing sports or whatever yeah and but yeah i mean i had a lot of girlfriends in middle yeah. school that i hung out with and hey yo sweet girl no no just, just <laughs> friends that were Dude, girls player yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah it, it was uh it was it was nice when I got to high school and I finally started making guy friends because of soccer and for all sure. That. But yeah, I mean, I met Kobe through soccer. Yeah, I met you, you know, trying to fight, and then I met <laughs> Chase because he was in my homeroom when we were in yeah. high school. Yeah, and Alexander Aguilar, we were at the same like table, mm-hmm. and it was cool. I mean, we hung out all the time after that. And it, what's funny is I don't know what happened because freshman year homeroom changed i don't know how that worked out but like it used to be just like your pod i think yeah if i remember correctly now i'm really dating myself it's been 10 years uh more than that more than that well wasn't it when we switched to the rotating schedule yeah our schedule changed it went from like you you did all classes and then you did like an a b c schedule freshman year schedule you had rocked man srt stuff yeah i don't think i don't think we had like a study a built-in study hall until it, well, the thing is, remember our remember. freshman year, like you had bonus period on Tuesdays and Thursdays, yeah. so like you could just stay after school and it'd be a bonus period. Like a bus would take you home if you needed it. Yeah, I never did that. Correct. Yeah, I went so home. I, well, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but listen. Well, I guess for like soccer practice. Well, for soccer practice it was fine, but it was also really nice because I would literally finish all my homework, and that's why I was able to fuck around Nerd. all weekend because <laughs> yeah. I had nothing to do. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, I had the best grades of my high school career with my freshman year because <laughs> I am blaming because it on that. that. Yeah. Because literally, I, I would come, you know, Friday, would, and we'd hang out. Of course. And I'd be like, I, I vividly remember my mom being like, do you have homework? And I was like, hell no. I finished it on Thursday. Yeah. So hey, it ain't nothing but a chicken wing. And then in from sophomore <laughs> to senior year, I would use my SRT time because it was like an hour and a half of just homework time yeah so i'm not gonna out there yeah, yeah so yeah. see that's why yeah. i didn't like it because i'm over here being a social butterfly yeah with <laughs> yeah. chase and i wait no way in hell i'm doing homework when i have chase and i'm trying to think who else uh a couple girls sat at our table too there's just no way you know right. i'm not gonna right. sit there and burn 45 minutes on doing homework when i have active entertainment around me yeah at least during the study period i could just like 
go into yep. a study hall class and just sit there with headphones and right with my iPod. Well, and that was and that was <laughs> yeah. the thing. Like the whole group kind of started to build, obviously, from eighth grade into freshman year. And then I knew Jordan because just like Kobe, he played baseball and basketball with yeah. me. And he also played football. And I kind of knew him and hung out with him a lot. Kobe hung out with him a lot. a lot. And then, well, he was in your classes growing up as well. Well, yeah, and we, we played we played baseball. We were probably on the same team for, ever. I don't know, five or six straight years. Right. And my dad and his dad would coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, And they were buddies before that, weren't they? Uh, that's kind of how they became friends. Oh, okay. I yeah. didn't know if that was, like, pre. But, yeah, and then, like, I obviously, fun fact, Chase's, Chase's uncle dated my mom in high school. Okay. And then, obviously, yeah. they're not right, together. Right. So, they're not siblings. So, yeah, we're not siblings. <laughs> they're uh, cousins. cousins. And so, but we were already friends before that. We stayed friends after that because we grew up right down the street from each other. Um, I'd ride my bike into the neighborhood behind me. He'd meet up there. And then Cody was on the soccer team with you guys. The and last Sam. one. The last one was Sam. And Sam was on the soccer team. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah. We didn't play it. He was on JV. I was bottom tier C yeah. team. But, yeah, we for, played. Yeah. 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 I mean, I didn't even play for freshman year because I had a broken leg. Uh, That's true. And I so, had a good time anyway. Uh, well, I had fun riding in the back of the car. Y'all had your scrubs <laughs> to yeah. keep up. Yeah. Well, the, I just remember – Bless you, Sam. We love you so much. But when I remember when we did an initiation into our friend group for you, which and we went was through, never a thing for anybody else. Absolutely no one else. And we made it such a big deal for him and made him do all these wild things. Like it was like freezing cold, and we made him jump into neighborhood his pool. neighborhood pool. And then, <laughs> to this day, I don't know why the hell that wasn't empty because it was. It yeah, was, it was cold. It yeah. was like mid October. Yeah, and, and I'm still I don't sure think they empty them. No, they have to winterize them, otherwise they just freeze over. Well, I think that's a concrete pool, which I don't know anything about pools. I oh, could have just pipes. Yeah. some pool they guys winterize the pipe. Ah, uh, okay, because the pipes will burst. I was thinking maybe the freeze. lining would freeze and then or whatever, but okay, it's mostly the pipes. Gotcha. But yeah, he literally stripped down butt, butt ass naked, and we took with all a, of his clothes and ran back Richard, to his house with a Richard Nixon or a Ronald Reagan mask. One of some, I think it was Nixon. It was a Nixon, Nixon mask jumped Nixon. in. Yeah. And we ran back to his place. And then uh, we grabbed his clothes and ran back to his place. And it was like so late at night. No one obviously saw yeah. him. And he sprinted <laughs> back to us. And But no, and, and he, he, he was, was obviously, pissed. he was already part of the friend group, but he yeah. just didn't know. Yeah. And so we love squad. you, Sam. We love you so much. <laughs> but yeah, that was definitely a, a very, very funny moment for all of us. Um, Dude, it is, there is something to say about how weird it is that we're all still really close. Yeah. yeah. Considering like, because not... Only Kobe went to IU. Chase. Chase went to uh, Chase went to IU. Sam went to Franklin. Yeah. You and I went to IUPUI. Cody. I, Cody did too. But we all were there at like different times. Yeah. Because you stuck it through like you yeah. did in the normal four years. Yeah. Cody dropped out for a year. Mm-hmm. I dropped out for like three. So like the fact that we still all right. hung out and still and to this day hang out. We're not, you know, I wouldn't say we're as close anymore just because right. life. Yeah. But we still get together. And Jordan friends. went to Purdue. Yeah, 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 I forgot that. And and so we, I think that was also kind of a part of it was, I think freshman year, we did go through kind of a stretch where we didn't hang out as much because, like you said, we're all in our different college ways. I know I'm not good at goodbyes, and I legit, like, shut out all of them. Baby. I was a baby. <laughs> and uh, And I was just like, well, 
they're gone. And I'm not good at goodbyes, so I'm just not going to say anything to them, and we're just going to be fine. You guys you guys came down to Bloomington, though. Second guys, semester. Okay. First semester was the one where we really didn't, like, hang I out. was there all the time. So yeah. You were, you were there. Ed was there yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. But then after that was when, I think, sophomore year when Jordan did his co-op in Bloomington. Yeah. So he moved there. You moved to Bloomington. Yeah. That's the year you got yeah. sensitive. Because we did do a No, no, it was freshman. freshman. It was freshman year. Sophomore year, I stopped going to IU as much because I got into my fraternity. And I was like... So then, yeah, freshman year. you would Because you were there during Welcome Week. We did all the house parties and I everything. I did not. I pro- oh, I know you were there, man. No, I, I promise you I wasn't not. that drunk. It might not have been freshman year. I did sophomore year Welcome Week. Because sophomore week, year Welcome Week, you... I was living down there. Nobody, still, nobody was still 21. Okay. Right. Yeah. So maybe Correct. maybe I have just got my years messed yeah. up. Yeah. Junior year. It's been so, a, yeah, it's been a few so years. freshman year, I know for a fact I didn't go down till second semester, um, because other things I was still with sure. certain people and yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't really do anything about that. And after that was gone, then I was like, well, let's go party. And uh, <laughs> and so I don't then, know why everybody's laughing so hard, but okay, no. sure. <laughs> but then, uh, after that, we we started hanging out more, and then going into sophomore year, we partied a lot there. But then I think it was again second semester, um, I stopped going down there as much because I did join my fraternity. Shout out Phi Delta Theta, and uh, and I basically got really involved there, and I started taking a lot more credits because I was wanting to get done with a double major. Um, and then yeah, but we still talked a bunch, and we still yeah, went. You down. double majored? Wow, I was drunk at IU quite a bit. I didn't know you that. Were. Yeah, what'd you double major? So that kind of leads into our next thing anyway. <laughs> okay, um, nice segue. No, it's a good segue. But basically, I wanted to talk to uh, the podcast uh, people about basically what we went to school for and what we do now. Oh, so okay. in college, I was part of Phi Delta Theta. Um, the reason why I dove headfirst into it was because I became our Phi Chi educator, which I know that doesn't make sense. It's a Basically, the person that educates new members before they become actual official members about the fraternity. Yeah, and like you like teach the, them about the like, yeah, like the master hazer. That's basically yeah. what it is. Right? Oh, he, we were <laughs> oh, very strict guys, about oh, yeah, that. Yeah, no, we don't haze. Got it. Got it. No, there's a fraternity kicked off our campus because right, right, they were hazing. Right. Like sure, they were very strict. Sure. We won't mention them. But yeah. So Big Brother, aka IU, had so many problems with their fraternity that like still do. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but the board was so strict on IPY because of that that like we weren't able to do anything. And so, yeah, like, we had that. to go through full certifications just to go bowl together if we wanted to. And it was a weird, weird it thing. It was, huh? yeah, it was really houses weird. there? No. no. So, because of IU, I'm pretty sure. It is. And plus, I think the real estate was yeah. pretty yeah. expensive. Yeah. Um, hey, man. Well, Indiana, West Side can be a little dodgy, okay? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I think, I think it'd be expensive. <laughs> but, to I have mean, what's dodgier room? than a frat house, honestly? <laughs> yeah. And so, and I Added think that also. downtown to the mix, yeah, I mean. Yeah. And that's like woo. a target on their back, I feel like. Yeah. Um, but no, so we, we have like set meeting areas and like where we can store stuff on campus, but we don't have like living quarters, I guess you could say, um, or a place to party. Correct. But no, it was really funny because I went from being a potential new member to a new member and then immediately elected to the executive board to become the educator for what I just went through because we were so new. We were founding fathers for the campus. Um, and And then that's what you majored in, crap. Yeah, <laughs> so I went into that and became vice president and then IFC president my junior into senior year, but I did double major. I did supply chain and finance oh. as my, or finance, I should finance. say. Finance. 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 Um, as my double major and I did an economics so minor. Kelly. That's oh, so for Kelly. sure. I love and it. It was always cracking me up because you would hear 
like the students say finance. You go into a classroom, all the professors finance. finance. Yep. And I'm like, okay, yep. okay. You kind of drink the cool. Yeah, well, we bit. we joke about to. it because it's like you can't say finance till you're rich. Right. <laughs> it was like uh-huh. <laughs> I, mean, I don't hate that. Something oh. changes in your brain. It's just like oh, right. finance, finance. Oh. My papa. But no, so uh, but in leading into that, Kobe, you had a very interesting college career with your majors and then going into your masters. Yeah. Uh, why don't you go into the, yeah. that a little bit? Yeah. So I uh, was at. IU Bloomington down there and, you know, the best town in the country. Some would say. I, I'll say it. <laughs> yeah. I'll you can that say hill. that all you want. I'll you can that, say it all I'll you want. on that hill. No, so I uh, I also double, double majored uh, in professional sales and marketing. I didn't even really? know that was a major. What? Professional sales? Yeah. I could have sworn you did management and, and marketing. Nope. So that's fun fact. How close friends are we that we don't know what we majored in? <laughs> well, you, yeah. you, you, you no, majored no, in let finance. Go, yeah. Let me go. <laughs> Well, my, my, what I really wanted to do was marketing and professional sales, like two extra classes. Oh, okay. And so I just added that on. And then I minored in psychology because I just enjoyed the classes. I thought they were interesting. Um, I was one class away from, I guess, triple majoring with that, with psychology, but you had to do like a capstone class oh, yeah. where you had to do, you had to like set up experiments and like write like a thesis paper it was almost like phd level that sounds like a lot of work for something that's yeah. never gonna come up exactly yeah exactly i was like mm, nah no I don't blame too you. much of a time commitment for something that i mean i'm going into business yeah. i mean psych is cool and it might be a fun talking point mm-hmm. in an interview or something but even as a minor like it's just it's interesting um and then so i you know finished that up in four years you did minor in it you said i did minor in okay. psych. yeah okay. yeah yeah um, which was still like five or six classes for sure. I think my stats, like I had stats classes that I had to take for, um, the Kelly requirements. And then, so the stats kind of overlapped for mm-hmm. the psych minor too. Yeah. So it made, I mean, it wasn't too hard, especially since the classes right. weren't ever like wildly difficult. Um, it was very much lecture, PowerPoint notes, the exam mm-hmm. is everything that's in the PowerPoint notes. Uh, but yeah, then, so I finished that in four years and then I stayed in Bloomington and did a, uh, master's in information systems, uh, which I tell people that and they're like, so it, that's what that sounds like to me. I always think informatics. I don't think it for me, at least I go into informatics immediately with that thought. Informatics is maybe a little bit closer to like what I did. But it was a really cool program. So if anybody's thinking about being, you know, doing MSIS at, at IU. Did you code? Yeah. So. Oh, coding sucked. Oh, oh I loved it. <sighs> I loved okay. it. So yeah. the cool thing about the program is, like, it's everything from, like, artificial intelligence. Like, you can learn how to, like, code in all these languages. And, mm-hmm. like, it's very, very, very technical to, I mean, more, like, IT side where you're, you know, setting up routers and servicing servicing setting up um troubleshooting um to more so like what i did was more of like a business analytics so the way i thought about it was you know i had the business undergrad like it gave me like a general idea of marketing and, and sales and kind of the overview and then i kind of backed it up with this master's program where I more so dove into the analytical side, what makes a business run data wise. Yeah. And like 
a lot of it was um, visualizing business data. So like if you guys are familiar with like Tableau, yeah. mm -hmm. um, building those dashboards, making sure like the data is being pulled correctly. Um, man, I feel like I'm in a job interview. I, you no, know, no pressure, <laughs> no pressure, but I'm there. I'm here. I'm ready to hire you. I'm yeah. ready to hire yeah. you. I'm very fascinated by right now. By, yeah. No, no, it was really cool. And it was really nice because um, since I didn't come from a technical under, undergrad, I had to do a like shortened summer program to like catch me up to speed on mm -hmm. the more technical side. Yeah, that was what I was going to ask. How many of your classmates were computer science majors? Um... Because I, I use not an engineering school, so it's very interesting that they even offer that ma that master's. I yeah, mean, I guess it's through Kelly. So yeah, they're, they're becoming an engineering school. Well, they opened it. We live yeah. in Indiana. We have Purdue. Yeah. Right. That, that's always gonna Purdue and Notre Dame. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was. I would say it was probably like fifty fifty. Like fifty percent of the kids were like business students, like me. Like I had had like undergrad classes with some of the guys. Okay. Um, so they didn't feel alone. No, okay. no, 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 not at all. But then there were some people who like came into the program already knowing all these coding languages, yeah. and like those are the people you went to when you had a group project mm -hmm. and needed help coding something. Mm, okay, but no, it was really fun. But the summer summers in Bloomington are really fun. Well, you don't have to tell me that. Yeah, I, I, I know yeah. that. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. had class like like nine to five, oh. like all the way through. They catered lunch, I think, almost every day, which was very nice, pristine. Yeah. Um, and then, so we just, you know, go home, go out to a bar, have the same, you know, $2 beers. You know, I will say that out of all the years Kobe lived in Bloomington, I don't think once did I ever see him do homework. Not once. That's fair. Not what I lived in Bloomington for a whole year. I watched you do homework at a party. Homework between quotation marks. I'm over here bullshitting blackboard. Oh my God. PTSD. Blackboard problems for like a math class. Yeah. Guys. What's the square? You know what? I don't care. Pop open a beer. I don't care. Yeah. I yeah. Don't care. Yeah. So, like, I will say, <clears throat> at least my experience in Kelly and at IU was not many of those business classes had true homework. Mm -hmm. oh, it was, I, I feel like a lot of, especially like later, like junior, senior year, um, it was a lot of like tests mm -hmm. and quizzes. And so I would lock myself in a library <clears throat> for like a day and a half, two days before like a major exam and just study. But rarely did I have, like, bullshit homework unless really? it was, like, for my stats class that I had to take or uh, I think I took a calc class through Ivy Tech. So, I mean, but, yeah, very rarely did I really truly have homework. And, honestly, I had my classes spaced out well enough that I would just stay on campus, yeah, knock out homework yeah. in between classes. And then so when I got home at, you know, 3 or 4 o'clock, I, I could do whatever I wanted, kind of like what you did in high school. Yeah, <laughs> kind, yeah. Of. Kind, of. <laughs> kind of. But that kind was, of. I mean, and that's so true because I would do the same thing, and I always felt bad. And then Julia was always mad because once we lived together, she was over there sitting there studying up a storm because she was a health sciences major. So you know, a lot of that is studying for very detailed like anatomy, very and, technical, yeah, driven stuff. biochemical yeah. stuff. And and I'm over here just basically we're doing applying stuff to thought a lot of the time. I feel like like a lot of business was more like, hey, here's the different situations do it yeah. and i did have homework for like my taxation class when i had to do yeah like full tax returns and stuff like mm -hmm. that was different but yeah and that was one of the things that you kind of brought up that i didn't think about was the reason why i got an econ minor same way you got your second majors is like oh it was an extra class because i did take one class i was going to do informatics as a minor mm -hmm. 
um, because same kind of thought. I was like, well, if I have the business side, but then I know how to code and do all these things, like this could be very beneficial for a company someday. And I did informatics one and I sat down and I'm a senior getting ready to do this class because I was like, okay, well, I only need five of these classes. I'll do a summer session and get it done. I'm sitting around all these, you know, 18 year old freshman people that are sitting there going, Oh, well, I've been coding my entire life. Yeah. And Oh, I've been doing this. And I'm like, Oh, I'm out of my league already. And <laughs> we're then best we, friends now. <laughs> we, we, we immediately get into coding and I like, I survived the class, but not that well. Like I probably should have gotten a C minus or C in the class. And then the final project was you had to build a website that was a running website that your teacher could go to. And they could, you know, basically use it all, whatever they wanted to do. And you had to write an essay about it of every little thing you did and all the coding you did. So it was a group project. But the funny thing was, I'm like, I went straight to my group and I said, look, I am a seasoned business major now. (laughs) I've been writing essays for four years. Mm -hmm. I will write the entire essay. And it ended up being a 106 page essay because you had to go in detail about every little step about the For one class? Yeah. So because oh it, was a, it was a group project you did for the last month of the class. So it was like you're literally writing for every step. And so it was a 106-page essay. You basically did a deliverable. For sure. There. And so the funny thing was is like they all did all the coding. And then at the end, they had the teacher asked like who did this and who did that for the coding and, Brandon. and all that. Brandon. And they were like, who did the essay? And I was like – That's they all, all said, They said me. I did only the essay. And, and at the end of the class – uh, you have to go in and meet with him before he gives you your final grade. And he's like, look, I'm like thinking about not giving you a great grade because you didn't know coding. And I looked him steady. <laughs> what, what asshole of your group members though, for not throwing <laughs> no. you a bone and just so, being like, yeah, we'll give you some credit on some of the so technical aspects. I, I was like, I don't even care at this point because I knew I was not going to do informatics. I'm like, I'm pretty much you still done. want the grade though. Right. For but sure. you know what I mean? For like, sure. So here's the funny part about it. And I'm, I think he's an Asian guy is like professor Jing or something like that. Whatever his name was. Sounds about right. And, uh, <laughs> but basically, I like looked him dead in the eyes like, hey, I was going to take this and do an informatics minor. And I've realized very quickly within this class that this is not for me. And I'm actually not going towards informatics anymore. The reason why I want to still be a team player because I didn't want to let team down by coding wrong and messing something up. So I told them I would do the entire essay so that they could focus on what they're actually going to be doing, which all of my teammates were going towards that as a major and I was like, and I let them do all the coding. And he respected and gave me a B in the class. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right. Oh my God. Did he know you were about to graduate too? Yeah. Like oh, he, yeah. he knew because like I, at that point, like I was by 22, I was looking like a grown man compared yeah. to these 18 <laughs> year olds. Youngest. Yeah, exactly. Oh and so gosh. I started talking to uh, Dylan Ford. Shout out to Dylan Ford. He's been listening to our podcast. What a guy. But a he's, guy. Uh, he's he was actually the one that was like, dude, just do an econ minor. I yeah. said, why? And he goes, well have you taken money in banking? And he, cause like for Kelly at IEPY, you had to choose between money and banking and another class. And he's like, well, if you took macro and micro, I hate economics. Oh, me too. Those were, Ed probably liked them, but I hated yeah. econ. Both but of them. Yeah. Um, he, they were like, if you took macro and micro, which was, uh, you know, you had to. And he's like, and if you took money in banking, which I did, he's like, just take international econ. And then there's your minor. Yeah. The He's like, because you had to do your international econ. The yeah. other one was modern banking and international studies or something like that. No, it was like a bank. It was like a class about literally monetary systems from like the Stone Age. So oh, okay. That's kind of cool. Bar- trade and barter. Very cool. I don't hate that. The professor at IUPUI was only one professor. 
and he was very tenured. So it was very difficult. It yeah, was really. very, very difficult. Yeah. Everybody I spoke to, even the, the, the advisors would be like, yeah, so this is kind of a class where everybody about three-quarters of the way through the semester is going to be failing. Mm-hmm. And then there is a conversation that's had with the professor every semester where uh, you can't fail three-quarters of the class. Yeah. And everybody magically gets bumped up to like a C yeah. plus, yeah. C plus. They so, just ride with it. Well, that yeah. was my taxation class because he says at the very beginning of the class, he goes, oh, hey, um, so you guys doing this as like part of your choice for your undergrad program? There's people in here doing this for their graduate program. So he's like, they get the true grade. Like, they have to have it perfect. You're going to get a heavy weighted grade at the end of, like, a curve. And sure oh, enough, like, yeah. I got a great grade in the class. But, like, I definitely got a major curve because he's like, well, this is, like, a graduate program class you're taking. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so I ended up doing an econ minor. And shout out to Dylan for helping me out get that because he's like, yeah, literally, if you've already taken all these classes, take uh, the international econ. And if it works then you're good to go, and sure enough, it did. But one funny thing about IEPY's micro and macro, um, I think it was micro that there was a French professor at IEPY that did no exams, no homework, no studying, or, like, no study halls or anything like that. And the funny thing was is you got a grade off of your attendance and his opinion questions in the class. He gave you a clicker at the beginning of the class. (laughs) <laughs> and I started kind of seeing and hanging out with this girl while I was there, and she was in that class. And we made a deal that, like, if if I go to class for you and bring your clicker, you have to pick me up and drive me there, and then vice versa. So we would have to still wake up early. Like it sounds like almost like a friends with benefits type thing. You know? <laughs> we are going to go into that. We won't, we won't go into that. I um, think that might so, be the definition. Actually. You know, yeah. like, literally, it just sounds like, like friends with benefits. Like, it's extra like step. She was yeah. a friend. Okay. Yeah. And you there were some had benefits. benefits yeah. Why exactly. would she drive? Never mind. Never yeah. Mind. So it was just like one of those things where it's like, yeah, you can skip the class, but you're still going to wake the other person up yeah. to take them to the class. At that point, and, I'm just going to go sit in class. Yeah, no. So, like, <laughs> it was nice because I'd hit up, like, my fraternity brothers wake and go up. to breakfast at, at Lincoln Square. Great breakfast spot down there. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. It's good. And, uh, but, yeah, so, like, I would get – I aced that class, but because – I only went to half of them and didn't even pay attention. I just noticed when there's clicker questions up, pressed answers, and then moved on. I uh, got into the other one, which I think was macro, and it did not help me at all because then I had to really yeah. study to yep. apply. So that was that was not it was a smart but not smart situation. But I took yeah. macro through Ivy Tech online. That was I took, a lot easier. I took finite math through Ivy so Tech. So did I. Yeah. Yep. And then I took my two accounting courses through IU East and did an inter-campus transfer because it was online instead of being in, cor- in yep. person. Yep. So, Jeez. Yep. But yeah. So ways around it, some of the difficult classes yeah. that you had to take. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, I um, think not that a advisor would ever tell you to do that, but right. they might hint at it. Yeah. You know, you say, hey, if I take this class here, does the grade transfer? Or does just the credit? Right. That's also something to ask. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. No, I, I graduated from Ball So Hard University, so. <laughs> oh, for sure you did. You <laughs> ball so hard. I mean, come on. I, I finished high school. I go, you know, everybody everybody in high school tells you, go to college, go to college, yeah. go to college. Yeah. I mean, we went to a pretty affluent, I would say, high school mm-hmm. yeah. where everybody, mm-hmm. for the most part, went to college. And it was very interesting to me because I was just like, well, I'm being told to go to college, but nobody's really telling me, like, for what? Yeah. I'm, at this point, I'm yeah. pretty intelligent in the sense that, well, I'm not going to pay for a degree where 
don't really care what it is. Yep. And at this point, I'm 18. I have a brand new car. I don't really know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> I literally bought the car. R.I.P. Valerie. I bought, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Call back to last episode. I buy the car, <laughs> and literally the next day is the first day of classes at IUPUI. I literally got into IUPUI because a advisor from there came on an campus. Accounting, an accounting error? They, they came, no, they came. So I don't know if you guys remember this. They had a rounding error. Yeah, maybe. They, they, uh, they had a recruiter or whatever yeah. from, from the university come to campus. I remember that. And you gave them your application and they decided on your decision right then right and there. there. Right there? Right then yes. and there. You don't remember that? I didn't do it. You should have done it. Well, anyway. I know. You already like, locked anyway, in. I was, I was already going out Anyway, here. so I didn't know. So I went here and I, I applied or whatever whatever so they tell me you're approved i'm like okay i'm going to college <laughs> whatever get to college i took that professor i believe his name was barlow or something yeah like that. something like that worst class ever because yeah. first of all he's like all in on neoliberalism and economics which is fine i mean that's the basis of modern economics right now of course but he's also balls to the wall like communist socialism yeah and it's hilarious because on IUPUI's campus much different demographics than Correct. iu bloomington hilarious because i'm sitting next to frat girl frat boy who are very much conservative and the whole class they're hating it because he's mm. basically telling them that capitalism is a structured form of government that's going to eventually fail who knows whatever we won't dive to be determined but anyway needless to say nobody learns shit right class is awful don't recommend if you're a senior in high school don't take that class but yeah i i i I realized my first semester of college that college is very much or can be a scam. Yeah. And yeah. I did not enjoy that cruel fact of life, so I immediately dropped out. Yeah. I was just like, no, I don't really want to do this. I was going to major in economics, but I learned that it was through the liberal arts school at IUPUI. Yep. It's not through Kelly. Correct. So as I'm thinking about going back and I'm like reapplying to get, go, get into the university – I'm like, okay, well, I don't want a liberal arts degree because no shade anybody with a liberal arts degree. My sister. But that's not <laughs> that's not going to cut it for me anyway. But also – My I dad mean, actually I should, yeah, liberal arts that's degree. True. Okay, but he has an MBA. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and his, and his yeah. Li- yeah, and his liberal arts degree is in Chemistry. Science. Yeah, chemistry. Yeah. So, so it's pretty technical technically liberal arts. Technically liberal arts. Anyway. Yeah. Kind of. Anyway, so – so yeah, I, I when I say I graduated from the school of hard knocks, like I I worked from eighteen till about twenty five, yeah. and then got full time. Got really good into banking, which is yeah. what I do. I'm not gonna say where I work. Big bank. That's all you really need to know. <laughs> based out of the East Coast. Based out of the East Coast. Which big bank. Also doesn't cut it down that much. Yeah, it doesn't really break it down. They're, they're all on the East Coast. Three really. letters. Yeah, whatever. Oh, anyway. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Four, four letters. Yeah, yeah. Six letters. Doxing everything. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah, so Should I. Should I say the first I, letter? No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> so, I, you know, they, they, they tell me, you know, they're going to offer a work study program or whatever. We're going to pay for school. And that's been really cool. And I, I was able to go back to IUPUI where I did major in finance. Finance. Mm-hmm. Finance. And I was looking at minoring in econ, but they – so I ran into the issue where I was going back to school. Mm-hmm. And because I dropped out, I had to retake the classes that I had left, right? Correct. And so I'm now spending money to just retake classes mm-hmm. that I had already taken. 
so, a lot of money. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm <laughs> spending money. money, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm burning time, money. Okay, no, I'm not gonna mess around with getting a minor or double majoring. No. That doesn't make yeah. any sense. I also have over five years of full blown professional Correct. experience yeah. at a major bank. Correct. I don't need to do a minor. I just yeah. need this degree so that you know I can actually get interviews yeah. to to and, to move up in the world. And yeah. props to you because. Like, if anyone ever said anything bad, which no one really did, about you, like, dropping out of college, and uh, I would always immediately... I did. Well, I'm sure I got some side-eye, because they're like, I well... I called you a shithead. Well, it's... <laughs> but, right, I'm kidding. But, but, I'm kidding. But, and, and again, I don't... I won't blame anybody my own age, because they're being told their whole life, yeah. Yeah. you need to go to college if you want to become anything. Right. And I'm here in 2023 saying, how's that working out for all these people with college degrees? Yeah. yeah. Like, how is that actually working yeah. out? There's so many other options... Like trade schools, oh, man. I get paid bank. Yes. I'll, I'll tell you what, that, that is that is yeah. part of my career now, and I'm saying right now, like plumbing, HVAC, electrical. I heard honestly, any of the trades, roofing and painters can be a little bit wash washed out a little bit, but like for the most part, like especially those big three I just named, they are needing people left and right. There's not enough companies out there. Yeah. Um, I mean it's it's constant to the point where we would bid out projects and I would have to get five to seven bidders for our VP to sign off on a project. If we got two and it was like $500,000 within budget, they'd be like, who cares? Sign off. Right. They just didn't care because they knew that they couldn't find anyone else. So, so, so yeah. I, and I understand that these things are cyclical. Cause I mean, if you go back to the eighties, yeah. everybody's a plumber, everybody's in a trade school just makes sense. So obviously salaries aren't as high, yeah. but as I think, High schools, public schools need to analyze that and be like, hey, we're in a good spot right now where trade school isn't a bad option. No. no. And I, you know, I was a shithead teenager. Yeah. But I vividly Still are. don't. Just a teenager. Just at heart, <laughs> at heart. But I, I don't remember being sat down by any guidance counselor in school and being yeah. like, have you thought about being in a, a union worker as a welder? Yeah. Well, those guys make banana money yeah yeah you kidding yeah. me so that was my my take i'm kind of really jaded on that subject That's i'm fair. happy that i went to school and that i i found something that i'm truly passionate about for sure uh so i do enjoy that but yeah i found out very quickly that the university public university at that mm-hmm. is going to take your money and they don't care what they're what you're doing no they don't yep. care the the help uh, from advisors at a public university is not it. They no. can hire as much. Uh, as, well, I disagree a little bit. I think I think certain university or maybe even certain programs because I will say your advisor at Kelly was much different than your when you were just Gen Pop over yeah, at, sure. at, at IUPUI. Sure, I will sure. agree with that. The Gen Pop ones were very much I'll like a yeah. They're just making just sure, and even then they they mess up and yeah. tell you, hey, you you only need one more credit to get into the business school, and then. That semester comes up and they're like, "Oh, actually, you you were missing four credits. Yeah, now you're behind two classes. Yeah, and you're not in the business school. Right, you're paying an extra semester's worth of tuition, mm-hmm. and you're still not doing. Are they doing it on purpose? Who knows? Conspiracy yeah. theory, whatever. Well, and I, I've always thought the college is ridiculous for how they force you to take so many electives before you can actually do your major. Yeah. Like, if you want to, if people want to do that, that's fine. I know they're doing that so you can like test the waters, become a well-rounded person with some of the classes you take. But there's classes there that are ridiculous that count towards your electives that shouldn't. Like, like what? Like my fencing oh, or international oh, I see. Yeah. yeah, international credit. Or like you could take 
team sports or basketball and all these different ones that counted for different electives. And it's just like, but you had to take that certain right. amount of electives. Yeah. And like, that's just waste of money for the kid. So I'll, I'll say this. There were classes that I had to take as a first year business student that I felt were very backwards and should be taken my senior year yeah. of business school. For example, we had to do a, I don't know if you remember K201 or whatever. I loved it. Where you had to I learn loved that class. everything oh, yeah. about <laughs> that class was Microsoft was hard. Office. Yeah. And you had to learn all the tips and tricks about Excel. Yeah. You had to learn what's it called? Database or whatever. What's that system called? Yeah. You macros and all that. Yeah. What's uh, that called? It's it's a Microsoft program. I think it might be. Keep talking. I'll anyway, it, just pull, pull it up. But anyway, <laughs> I'm learning all this. Right, my first year of, of business school, and I'm like, and you'll never use that Excel in business or in business school again. Yeah, much. you won't use it in business. Well, maybe I, no, no, no. You'll no. Like, wait, back up, wait, back up. I don't back think up. that's true. You will use this access. This is such access. It's it's access. access. Yeah. So you will use these skills after your senior year because right. any any entry level role at, at like a business, like these are necessary skills, yeah. like very good skills yeah. to have. You guys weren't using Excel in your classes and in school. We were, but not to the not to not the to extent that they not to the point where because like I'm at working at Simon's and having to do a pivot table for yeah. like legitimate data. Yeah, and and so this was part of like when I went to the company I was with. There was a guy there. Um, you guys know who it is. Yeah, yeah. And he basically like wrote this entire program with me for these bid trackers and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he he helped do. He really helped. Basically, it was already built once I got there, and I was looking at it, and I'm like, man, some of these equations that he wrote out, I'm like, this is so impressive. Fun fact, he was a tutor for that class at IU, and then still had his books and was opening those books and using oh, that yeah. data. Oh, yeah. And I was like, and I was like, yeah, I mean, it makes total sense, but I was sitting there like, same thought. I'm like, I took this freshman or sophomore year, and I don't hardly remember any of it unless I retouched up yeah. on it. Maybe there should be like a, a one and then a two. Like Correct. freshman year and one was year. hard enough. But like maybe maybe you dumb down one <laughs> yeah, a little right. bit. And then go deep in the and weeds. Then go and deep two. in the weeds like senior yeah. year. I mean, but it's like once you pick your major though, you know, in yeah. Kelly. I mean, it's come like, on. Name me a business student that's not going to be using it. Marketing. I feel like there's marketing people that do that. Unless really you're getting it. into like data. Data, which uh, maybe sure. I don't work a marketing sure. job, so I don't know. I just right. think it's important. I mean, for sure, it is some, important. So watching somebody use Excel mm -hmm. the way it was intended to be used uh, is it's impressive. impressive. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So for you sure. know, you're telling kids like, "Hey, this is one of the top business schools in the country," and it is. I I will say I've met some very impressive professors. Oh yeah, at, yeah. At Kelly, yeah. guest speakers come in. It's it's, yeah. it's very cool. And so impressive students. See, yeah, 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 impressive, pretty impressive. To students. see what they're doing now, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I've known a lot of people who came through Kelly who, um, went you know balls to the wall. They <laughs> they loved Kelly. They loved business. They they you sure. know drank the Kool Aid, drank if you will. Yeah. And it paid off. Yeah. And they're doing something that is, I mean, I can't speak and say that they you know love it. But it's more maybe passionate about prestigious. Yeah, mm -hmm. more prestigious. So, sure. and that's the other thing I learned yeah. about my my escapade in college is that that prestige does eventually matter. Maybe not your first job out of college, but once you start moving up in the world, yeah, it does kind of matter, which is interesting. And also, it helps once you like. I know Kobe said he went right into his master's program, but like for someone like myself or Ed, if we want to get our masters. Having a high-ranked undergrad school like that definitely helps yeah, with your yeah, applying yeah. for masters it, later on. Yeah, yeah it stands and, out. Yeah, and and that was kind of 
one of the things that I was always impressed by, like we had the CIO of Fifth Third Bank come in. Um, one of my professors is a worldwide business owner who was a, it was funny because his freshman year and is a rude awakening because he came in guns blazing and he ran it like a boardroom. And I had him freshman year and, you know, RIP to the kids that didn't have him freshman year and then came in soft for <laughs> him once we had him again junior year. And then we're like, oh my gosh, he's horrible. No, no. he's an amazing no, professor. I think he got, about. I think he either retired or was forced out because he was such a hard guy. But like, I remember freshman year, he was like, um, I took a red eye back from LA after traveling all week for business just to teach you guys. So don't, don't fuck up my time. <laughs> yeah. My, and it was like, it was all, and I was like, wow. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. My, my last semester I took a intermediate investments course, Yeah, which I thought, you know, intermediate, I'm like, okay, I'm going to learn a little bit, but I learned so much yeah. just about derivatives and just my professor was amazing. I mean, he literally gives speeches and he does presentations for CNBC. Yeah. That's pretty freaking baller. I yeah. still follow him on, on LinkedIn. Definitely. Professor Rhodes, you're the, you're the man. If you're listening. Well, and then uh, Roberson at, yeah. at IPY, RIP, he passed away last uh, year or yeah. two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was going on Wish TV 8 to talk about finance and everything else. <laughs> and uh, But no, and, and one of, we'll, we'll cut out of the college portion and go into like what we do now. No, yeah. um, but then one funny thing I have to say, one of my probably my favorite memory was I had a professor that – so my, my grandma was a professor at IUPUI's Kelly School, won like Teacher of the Year awards and all this stuff, Professor of the Year awards, and was a uh, humble very, brag. Yeah, I mean, hey, I told brag. you it's the humble brag no. episode. It's <laughs> the humble brag humble, episode. Humble brag. So many people are tuned out. Yeah. <laughs> humble brag for her because I mean she was. Like, well, you related to her. Yeah, exactly. I mean she was like she she was so impressive because she was like Entrepreneur of the Year because she got like there was a newspaper article at her funeral because she just passed away about a month ago. Where they, it was like um, Loretta, because her name was Loretta, of course. And, oh, uh, Miss Loretta! Loretta. <laughs> um, but it was like a newsletter article about her being able to go to college as like one of the first females for the college she was going to. Oh, wow. And um, but then she goes there and retires, and then all of a sudden she calls me when I'm in class, and I'm a dumb freshman. I don't know what I'm doing. I think it's still high school where I don't think I can just stand up and walk out of class whenever I want to. So I raised my hand. You don't even have to go to class. True. You don't even have to go to class. <laughs> so I raised my hand and say, you know, excuse me. For some reason, my grandma's calling me, even though she knows my schedule, because I already talked to her about this. But, like, can I take this? It might be urgent. And she's like, well, you're already interrupting class, so take the call. And I answer the call in class. And I was like, <laughs> and we, she went by Granny Fern, because uh, that was her middle name. Uh, but, you know, she was like, I was like, hey, Granny Fern, like, I'm in class. Uh, she goes, oh, what class are you in? And I tell her. And she goes, Oh, give her the phone. And so, like, I, like, look up and I look at this professor and said, she wants to talk to you. And she was like, what? And she answers the phone, of course, immediately knows who it is. They talk for, like, 10, 15 minutes. And the whole class is like staring at me now. And I'm like, I don't even know. I'm like, I don't know. I was like, I'm just here so I don't yeah. get fined. Yeah. And so then, like, she hangs up and tells the whole class about it. And then we're all laughing and move on. But it was just, like. It was one of the funniest moments, and still, I will forever remember that. But yeah, that was that was really funny. But yeah, I, oh, no. I have I have one funny moment. Yeah. just real quick. It's a real quick one-off in college in one of my classes. Not really similar to that, but still funny. Where I got embarrassed in front of the whole class. Yeah, I had uh, actually one of my favorite professors again. R.I.P. Yeah, Dick uh, Dick Canada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, <Right> <laughs> really, Dick Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
he I actually had him for two years, and he was one of those professors where, like, first day of class, he'd walk in, and he'd say, oh, one-third of you guys are going to fail this class. Love that. And so the first time I had him, like, God, what? Yeah, am I going to fail balls. this class first day? Right. First it was, day. It was right. like professional selling. It was like yeah. a sales class. I'm like, it can't be that hard. Consultative selling, I think is what it was called. Yeah. And uh, the whole, uh, to give a little background, the whole structure of the class was very discussion-based. Both classes were pretty small. Um, and I had, you know, found out that first time I took this class that he, you have like a paper at the end of the year talking about this consultative selling book that we had to read. And it was basically just like, can you touch on a few topics, talk about it? It has to be like 10 to 14 pages long, uh, you know, certain word count, whatever. And, you know, it, it counts for over half your grade. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there just stressed because this I'm like a sophomore. Right. <laughs> Come to find out the second time I took his class, he doesn't even read the essays. That's that right. is amazing. He gives, this asshole. He gives, and nobody fails the class. Oh right. He just wants you and I get it. He wants people paying attention because the material yeah. isn't that interesting. I mean it's a whole semester on consultative selling. There's like five seven steps to it. Yeah. And whatever. But and he was one of my favorite professors because he would shoot the shit with you. Yeah. Like, if he gave it to you, you could give it back, and then he'd get you back eventually. Okay. And so the second time I was in his class, it was a different class, but it was, like, the exact same class, the same structure. Like, he had people write the essay at the end of the year, again, on the same book. So I turned it in the same essay. Yep. <laughs> and I've done that. And still got an A. Yeah. Um, but the, So I think it was maybe my junior or senior year. I came in, I think I had it on a Thursday. It was, like, a maybe – 10 a.m. class on a Thursday, mm-hmm. and or maybe Wednesday, doesn't matter. But long story short, I came in very hungover because that's you know, on brand, of on course. Brand. Sure. Yeah, of it, was, course. it was probably it was, it was either it was yeah. either a Wednesday morning. It was probably a Wednesday morning. Two dollar Tuesdays got me yeah. senior year. I still of course. do, still can. Yeah. Um, and he called me out in front of the whole class. Uh, he goes, he goes, Kobe, are are you all right in the head? <laughs> and I'm like. Yeah, I guess, because I was, like, giving, like, a really convoluted answer to a question he, he asked, and it didn't make much sense, because I was very hungover, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good, he goes, did you, uh, drink a little too much last night? I'm like, bottle a little bit. maybe, he goes, all right, well, just pay attention for the rest <laughs> of the class, and we'll move on, but, yeah, he was a great professor, and that was maybe the one embarrassing no, moment sure. in a class, just because yeah. everybody else was probably hungover, too, Yeah, right. because... I mean, it was maybe a class like 30 people. Right. And they were all juniors or seniors. And, I all mean, right. IU, Kelly kids especially, man. Uh, yeah. I those can, are some of the they go hard, hardest partiers. I, I, I was yeah. betrayed by technology. I don't know what happened. I, I like was sitting in a, an auditorium, so it was a big lecture classroom. Lean over on my seat, and Siri goes off. Oh. And I guess she was listening to whatever lecture was going on. But listening long enough that she had to reply. <laughs> oh no! So yeah. top volume in this eighty-person lecture. Yeah. Like, and it was something ridiculous too. It was like I don't know the answer for what is sex, and it was just hilarious. What class were you in? Exactly. So <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, because that professor, she was real sweet. She actually did. A, she rang the bell at the New York Stock Exchange. So she. Oh, that's yeah, sick. So she she was pretty cool, but she. It, loud and everybody heard it and she just looks up and looks at me and goes 
well, someone has an interesting search history. And I'm just cracking <laughs> up to myself. That's because really, he's right. I'm like, please, please, because consume right. me. Consume yeah. me. <laughs> no, the the one last one, and then we'll move on to yeah, what yeah. we do. The, it's our podcast. Absolutely. Right? We can talk about absolutely. Whatever you got a bedtime? So, yeah, do I have a bedtime? <laughs> but the, like, I was rushing in between classes. Owen grabs, like, one of these sandwiches, and I had a lot of bread and for before the class. And so, like, I go to eat it in class, and I'm sitting there. And I just, I just took a bite, but then the professor asked, like, we're going to go around the class and like, say someone in your life that inspires you. And I said, like, I was going to say my dad, well, I go, I take a bite of the sandwich, swallow and I go, my dad, and immediately get choked on the bread. (laughs) And some people were like, immediately like, I'm like, wake up out of their, out of their like, you know, haze and. They're like, oh, is he crying? Is he crying? And then I like legitimately like <laughs> put up a finger and I was like, take a drink of water. I was like, wow, that was a lot of bread. And everyone starts cracking. I was like, I was so embarrassed for like ten seconds because I was like, oh they actually thought I was about to like, oh, his dad must have died. And I was like, it was something. And I was like, no. I never knew my father. <laughs> so I was like, no. It just literally took a bite of bread that's and then tough. it got choked. Yeah, yeah it's it it's pretty rough. That's but tough. going into what we do now, so. Um, after I graduated, I went and worked at a company, and I did uh, at, like estimating plus, like I did a purchase purchasing analyst role, and which led into purchasing agent. Um, did a lot of it was basically bidding for a construction company on, like they were the owner and GC of the construction company. So then I was bidding out the subcontractors and getting them to kind of basically help build our projects. And then I switched to a new company recently, and I do procurement now. Um, which is basically working with supply suppliers and getting materials on time and trying to see if we can beat either the schedule for the project or the budget due to basically since COVID, this has been come huge for us mm-hmm. of like basically trying to find materials because materials still are a shortage everywhere for whatever you're trying to build. Um, but that's basically what I do now. And then Ed, you know, he went into what he does with banking a little bit. Big bigger, bank. Yeah. Big bank. And I'll leave bank. it there. Yeah. I'll leave it there. Yeah. Big bank. But yeah. He does international banking, and then Kobe just recently got a new job. Yeah. Um, it starts here soon, don't you? Uh, Monday. Nice. Next week. Nice. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I'll say what I did after I graduated, since yeah. I'm not there anymore. Yeah. I actually worked for uh, Hershey. Oh, cool. I'll, I'll dox. I'll dox it. Me acting act like I didn't know. I'll dox it. Yeah. For the listeners. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and doing sales. Um, so a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah, literally, literally, yeah, literally, um, and a little bit of sales, uh, kind of taught me some things and taught me that I didn't really want to be in sales. Yeah. Not that that's a bad thing. It's just not my, no, I wasn't passionate about it. Correct. Um, but yeah, I started a new job here in a few days. Um, kind of doing some similar stuff to Frankie. Um, yeah. I'm working, I think it's technically considered part of the sales team ish. Um, basically working with suppliers, uh, for, for this, so this company makes, uh, big machines. I'll leave mm-hmm. it at that. Yeah. Um, but they, they source all of their raw materials. Yeah. Um, and they make everything in house. Um, and so I'll be kind of a little bit of the middleman between suppliers and basically all the other departments in the, in the company, mm-hmm. um, basically communicating, Hey, this supplier can't get this much product or the supplier is, you know, on schedule, mm-hmm. um, as well as using a little bit of that analytic stuff too. So Correct. the analytic stuff is more so kind of seeing, um, the gaps in supply and production. 
or lack thereof. On yeah. the good news would be no gaps, but there's always right. gaps, especially like you said with COVID. I mean, yeah. it's it's crazy, but um, yeah, really excited to yeah. see what what that holds. Um, right on. It's a little I, bit. I guess I, I should say a little bit more. Yeah, because you yeah. do international yeah. banking, but it's yeah. interesting so, what you do. Yeah, on, talk so, to me about some finance. Uh, okay, so I work with the international division. How do I launder money to a different country? See, there's a lot of ways you could probably do that. Casinos, <laughs> um, baby. I, yeah. I won't mention them on this podcast. Okay, okay. But anyway, go into what you have. I yeah, will. Okay, I, <laughs> I don't work in banking. I, I do a lot of creation of different reports. Banks from around the world work on this on a network called SWIFT. Yeah. So basically I... What does it stand for? I couldn't tell you, but I know basically like if you need to get your account statements from your American bank over to even like another bank here in the States or maybe even a bank in Europe, like you need to be on that network yeah. and it needs to be coded in a particular way. What's the acronym for your bank? Don't, for the don't worry about that. <laughs> we're we're going to try. We're yeah. going to get it out of me. going to get it out of me, but no. I, so I do that. I also open uh, a kind of middleman as the bank account opener for accounts overseas. Correct. So, you know. Is we're correct. Like, I, yeah, I do know what he does. No, I talk no, to no, a lot he knows of what I do. I know, I I, know. So basically, you know, if you're a company and you need an account in Europe, yeah, we facilitate a service so that we can make that happen for yeah. you. The problem is, um, American American business life is very, very different mm -hmm. compared to that of Europe, uh, Latin America. Better or worse. Um, mm -hmm. we, we're grind boys. Uh -huh. and get, it, it, get, I guess grind. it just depends. It really, it's just different ways of conducting business. Like yeah. here in the States, yeah. like everything's a fucking forest fire. Like we need, we need shit done tomorrow, you right. know? And we get upset if we don't get an answer, you know, next business day. The instant gratification. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Capitalist well, society exactly. Europeans, they take exactly. their time. They got Europe, their breaks. Latin they America, their, yeah. they have their They take breaks. their time with everything. That's true. So, and Meals. I'm, Love making, <laughs> business, <laughs> business. <laughs> anyway, so it's just it's just very different, and it can become very frustrating not only for me but for some right. of our clients. Um, but and I have to kind of explain that in a lot of calls, just basically be upfront and say, "Hey, well, the funniest thing was for the holidays that just went by, I'd explain to to some people, and I don't want to go too deep into the details, but I'd explain to people like, "Hey, uh, so just so you know." They're going to be out of office from December 13th until January 9th. Yeah. Sounds like my kind of business. And it's, right. it's not just the one department, the one lady I'm it's talking to. Company. It's the whole bank. Yeah. And as a business owner here in the States that you've never, you know, you've maybe never been abroad or never done business abroad, that's kind of wild. Yeah. You know? And I I was, I've talked to a lot of people in, in my life and in to different parts of business and one of the most interesting parts to me is that if you work for let's say a prestigious business a prestigious company here in the u.s so i'll, I'll say for example google yeah okay? if you work for google in europe okay it's europeans don't look at it with the same prestige as we americans look at working for google why do you and think that is so the, so i'll tell you why yeah so why the, 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 the main <laughs> reason is some of the things that makes companies prestigious here in the u.s is their benefits so mm -hmm. all this pto that you get yeah. you know like the, google the, and netflix and they the, do unlimited PTO the, yeah the, the medical the, a lot of companies that do that yeah. the health insurance 
the paternity maternity leave. Think about Europe. Yeah. Very you, heavy you get socialist. Paid the more kids you yeah, have, they, pretty much. They are they already get all those benefits just by simply existing and yeah. being citizens of their country. Mm-hmm. So these major, you know, prestigious companies that are American and go over there, they have issues because they're like, well, we have to offer you this, but over there, that's the minimum. Like that's the legal government yeah. minimum. Yeah. So it. There's something to be said that you know when you're trying to attract talent over there, it's it's very different. It's mm-hmm. very different. Um, the sales culture over there is very different. Yeah. Uh, How's it different? It's not here. Americans like to play the game. If you're yeah. in sales, well, people love the. You have come to play over. The game. We'll we'll treat you to lunch. Like we we can figure that out. Let's talk over over some drinks. We'll yeah. figure it out. And Americans are very susceptible to play that game mm-hmm. of courtship and figuring. Europeans don't like that. They. Some obviously that's a very general, general generalization, yeah. but they view salesmen as what they are. They're here to sell me something, and it's it's very different. Hmm. It's so, more of a just tell me what your benefit of me using you as my sales. Exactly, rep, cut to the chase. Of like, uh, oh well, you wind and nine me, and you're we're friends now, kind of right. Thing. I had, um, um, I had a, a friend or colleague, if you will, tell me that they had to do a presentation for a for a sales pitch. Basically, they were doing in in Germany. It was a nine-hour presentation, Jeez. and the company that was supposed to buy the service uh, didn't even cater lunch for them or anything, which is kind of unheard of because, you know, again, the whining and dining of that yeah. sort of thing is very normal here in the U.S. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. I've learned a lot working in international sure. banking, and I look forward to either continue doing it um, or, or moving on into more, you know, niche departments in, in banking. What yeah. do you want to do? What ideally? What's your what's your dream job? You know, if you had to pick one, man, I would, that's not your current job, right? Right. If not yeah. my current job, yeah, I don't know. I really enjoy telling people what I do and then having no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, I don't know. There's a James James Bond esque type thing with that. I don't. That's sales, baby. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> it's like, what do you do? Well, I do this. I have no idea what that is. I'm cool with that. I because you know. I, I don't yeah. like explaining to random people what I do. Or them the touching base with you and being like, oh, well, yeah, I know this. And then they're trying to, like, pick your brain or talk yeah. in depth with you about what you yeah. do because you're like, I don't care to do that. Yeah, I'm a very social person. Don't, don't get yeah. me wrong. It's just that at the end of the day, it's all it's all yeah. work. So and, it's all work. and for you, since you're going to be getting into procurement, have fun kind with of. the – Yeah, kind <laughs> of. Have fun with the messages you get on LinkedIn and stuff like that from people that are like, Hey, I sell toilet paper and this, this, and this for the office. Oh my gosh! I'm like, shut up. Well, Dude, like, stop, stop reaching out to me. I'm not the office manager. I'm, yeah. I do procurement for our projects. projects. Read oh. my LinkedIn profile, but they just see procurement. Like, oh, well, he might be doing that, or like, they'll see purchasing, and they'll be like, oh, he's he in charge pur- of the paper towels. Yeah, and it's like, no, and it's <laughs> my, like, my god, my sale, my title is the most broad. Yeah, I, I, I'll say it. it's a buyer planner. Yeah. So do what you want. What does with that, that even mean? I do love what that. you want with that. See? That's I mean, great. it's just like it's you'll, slash. I'm a buyer and a planner. Yeah, that's you'll, great. You'll I definitely, you'll definitely get those uh, messages. I'll, I'll just tell them. In there. Mm, I'll just ignore it. Yeah. yeah. I don't uh, a hard yeah. lock. A yeah. mute. A mute. Yeah. A mute. <laughs> but, but yeah. So that's that's basically uh, what we do. And then the last part of this episode, I was going to kind of touch base on. Oh, here we go. Because this is kind of a curveball outside of what we've been talking about. So if you made it this far, congrats. Yeah. Congrats. yeah congrats. Easter egg of the episode. This has been a wild week in the sports world. Oh. 
So we're going to kind of touch base on this a little bit because I, I didn't even tell Kobe and Ed about this portion because I was like, I want to surprise you. So there we go. Is this on the but, right now? Nope. Yeah, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It's on the sheet. It's on the sheet. All right. So the first one is we all watched the Bills game Monday yeah. night oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. with Hamlin. I yeah, mean, yeah. and P's. yeah, we're definitely thoughts and prayers towards him and his family and even T. Higgins because, like, the fact that people are giving death threats to T. Higgins right now because he made a football play and got tackled by the guy making – I mean, I've seen I've seen Derrick Henry assault people on that field with stiff arms, and then they're gonna sit there and say because he lowered his shoulder to you know accept a hit. And that are happens. you seeing this on Twitter? No, Stay this away from is, Twitter. It's well, a no, are real no, it was like talking about this. So like, like it like, was it was not like sports broadcasters sitting right. there saying T Higgins, but like. People were on Higgins' like social media sites, all of them. So yeah, so Twitter. yeah, okay. So, no, no, so no, stay no, away from Twitter. But I'm stay saying away. yeah, like social media ah. in general. We're like no commenting on his stuff, yeah, that's saying bullshit. like, and I'm like, that's where I'm like, man, this is that's too far because like he he's made a football play, and they even showed a video of him like yeah. leaving the locker room crying with his mom, like basically hugging him, leaving because like yeah. clearly he feels terrible. So, but other than it's that, football, yeah, you know? exactly. Like, he made a, a football sport. play. Yeah, he made a football play. Truthfully, man, I'm surprised this sort of thing doesn't happen more often. Yeah. Well, you know where it happens more often? Hockey? Baseball. Yeah, oh, because okay. of the ball. Because of the chest. contact yeah. to your chest. I, I'm no doctor, yeah. and, but this is what I'm gathering mm-hmm. from uh, rumors. Okay. Yeah, uh, from the Twitter. Uh, you know, from the, the, Twitter? The, the couch, the doctors, <laughs> the okay. Twitter doctors, Okay. If, uh, air quotes, Sure. Um, is that it was like a sudden impact to your heart at the exact right time can cause you to go into cardiac arrest. Correct. And it happens a lot in baseball because the baseball is, you know, it's a you hard object hitting yeah. you with enough force in your chest. Yeah. So it's interesting. But yeah. you got to stay away from the, the yeah. social yeah. media yeah. haters. And that's, that was, because you had banned screen, sure. nobody's ever going to know. But it, it's more just so wild to me because not even – which because I'm not a shitty person like these people are. Right. But well, I was like – it true, Mostly, yeah. Mostly. But it was just like it never even crossed my mind to be like, even if that was a Colts player that that happened to, and we're playing against Higgins or whatever, oh. and Bengals. Not once would I be like, oh, well, this is Higgins' fault. He almost murdered that man. Which people are saying, I'm like, no, he made a yeah. football play. Not to discount it, but it seems it was a like little a bit like a play. Like, but it seems like more of like a freak accident. Yeah, almost yeah. at least from outside looking in, Correct. not knowing the. You know specifics, yeah, obviously, no, no, no. but it looks more like not like again, not to discount it because it's still yeah. like wildly traumatic and scary. Yeah, but it's like I don't think it was anybody's fault. Actually, no. I know it was nobody's no, fault. Yeah, there was no malicious intent. No, and then uh, but yeah, I know he was laying there and they were giving him CPR for 16 minutes till the ambulance came. Crazy, so I man. really, really hope that you know they said that his oxygen levels are coming up. So I really hope he makes a recovery, but we'll see over time. Maybe but by the time this comes out, he'll be exactly good to go. Years old. Twenty-four. Yeah, that's the crazy. His toy part. drive positive part is his toy yeah. drive has raised so much money since then. It like um, tripled in like ten minutes. Yeah. Once this news broke, gotta assume it's like, yeah, teammates, right? That are just no, no, no. People. You can look at the list. It's a bunch of people donating like ten dollars, twenty-five dollars. Oh, really? yeah. People. I mean, okay. the the goal was like twenty-five hundred bucks. Yeah. And I think it had hit that, or I don't know how old it it's is. It's like four point one million now. Is wow. it really? Yeah. Something insane. I haven't looked at it since that night, but it was up to like, I want to say like ten grand that night. Yeah, it, it crossed like four million. Holy cow! Um, and then uh, going into another subject uh, in the UFC world, Dana White. Yeah. So here's here's my take on this. Yeah. I've been seeing a lot of the comments. Same thing. Social media words like equal rights, equal. Remember, equal this left. is recorded. I know. I'm not. <laughs> this no, is no. going on. The Twitter. This is going on. This, no. Listen, listen. I'm getting. To I'm that. nervous now. I'm, no, you're fine. So well, I'm more worried about you. <laughs> no, no. This is this is fine because. 
I'm not sitting here saying he should have smacked her. I'm not sitting there saying she should have smacked him. My point was, and I talked to Julia about this earlier, like, this is wild. Because, like, everyone's like, well, you should never hit a lady. Absolutely, you should never hit a lady. But the bottom, same thing. The first step. Yeah, she shouldn't hit him either. No. And especially, like, I was like, Julia, if you did that in public and smacked me, I'm obviously not hitting you. I might chew your ass out, or we might get home. We're going to have a long discussion about you're never going to disrespect me like that in public again because you don't. I don't disrespect you like that. Like, you respect each other. You're a married couple. Like, he was like, oh, well, we've got 30 years of marriage together. That doesn't matter. Have more respect for yourself, and she should have more respect for you as well, like, and for her. Like, it's yeah. just all around, like, just don't hit each other. Like, yeah. it just was yeah. so wild that – to see again social media comments come back and be oh, on, yeah. on each side of it yeah and i'm just like no bottom line is don't hit each other don't hit each other and have yeah. respect for each other yeah. that's a pretty strict rule of yeah. mine don't don't hit no, don't, don't even, even play, lay your finger don't even me. like play hit me yeah like, i don't i don't have yeah, yeah i i think too like not that it makes it any better or worse because it doesn't but like you are a very prominent figure like, you're a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. and there's a reason why cameras are on you in the first yeah. place. Yeah, like, when you, and, you know, you're the, you're, I don't know, you know, his wife, I don't know, yeah. if, if, whatever. the situation. But you, yeah. but not, again, not to discredit her, but you are married to somebody who is a very prominent celebrity, I would, yeah. at this point. You've got to know that when, like, you can't be hitting each other in public. No. Because, not that you should hit each other not in public, but, period. Yeah. But, period. But I mean, even if you're like in a full blown argument, like I didn't see the video. I actually just I'm learned pretty, about this today. I'm pretty sure they were <laughs> in an argument because she had her like her hands in her face. Yeah. And he even said like they were both hammered. But like clearly Again, they were not probably, an excuse. Right. But they were probably like very vocal and drunk yeah. and being loud about their argument. And so people recorded and then yeah. she turned and smacked the crap out of him, which then turned and he smacked her and then like pushed her away. Yeah. And so yeah. I just yeah. like when you're when you're that level, you have that status in society, you have to first of all, maybe not get that hammered in public. Right. Probably a good starting. It's just point. I'm yeah. just like saying, like, you don't see like I mean you do see some, but like all these super celebrities. high, you know, yeah. celebrities aren't going out there getting wasted, getting in arguments in public. Yeah. Like it just comes with it comes with the territory a little bit. So yeah. that's that was probably their first mistake. Their second mistake was hitting each other. Yeah, I've I've always said, Brandon, to this day, like being super famous does not sound like a fun time. No, there's there's benefits. Listen, man, there's benefits, but look, yeah. being stupid, filthy rich sounds amazing. Yeah, that's what I I'm could saying. do that all day. I'd love to do. You know, what what do you always say? Like we don't know the top ten percent of the richest yeah, people. Yeah, no, in the world. we don't. Yeah, I'd no. like to be those filthy rich. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to be rich and everybody know me. You know, like because yeah. that's just. That's privacy. You value yeah, privacy. I, I value privacy so yeah. much. So, like, when you invited me to start doing this podcast, I was like, ah, I was kind of tentative. Uh, you know, I got over it. We'll right. figure it out. But, yeah, I yeah. can't. But Spotify, but, just so if you hear this, or Apple, if we do sign a $100 million contract someday, Ed will become our Jamie, a.k.a. from Joe Rogan, <laughs> because, like, he's like, I don't want to be on the screen. Jeez. So well, it'll be good. Well, cameras be are fine. coming, right? Cameras yeah. are, like, a thing you want to do. Absolutely. Yeah, there's, there's no hiding. At that point, there's yeah. no hiding. So we do have sound equipment, better sound equipment coming for anyone that's been listening. Thank goodness. Um, it's going to get better. <laughs> sounds like sound we're recording quality. on a washing machine I know, or something. I know. <laughs> and uh, we're going to eventually get cameras. And then, so going into one of the last 
other things that happened in the sports world that came out. And it's still a rumor because no one, of course, from that university is trying to admit that this oh, happened. The LSU incident <laughs> with Boote or Booty or whatever his name is. Boot. Bouty. I, I don't know. Uh, the, I don't know how to say it. LSU. But, yeah, their top wide receiver. He was, he'd like, everyone was celebrating because he came out and he's like, oh, I'm returning for my senior year. And then a week later, comes back out and says, no, I'm going to be, uh, you know, opting out of the bowl game and going into the draft, only to find out he was kicked off the team. And then this lady was then resigns from the program. And then all of a sudden you see that these coaches are going to be leaving the program post bowl game. And I'm like, what the heck's going on? And it comes out that there was an incident where the coaches and their top player had a um, sexual entanglement. Yeah, an entanglement. Sexual relations, as supposedly. Will, as Will Smith Has that been was. Huh? Has that been reported? Like, yeah, it like, happened, happened? Yeah, okay. so, like, it's – well, they, they won't confirm it, of course, because, like, LSU doesn't want that coming out. But, like, I'll use Will Smith's favorite word of the entanglement yeah. that they had. Sure. And You're telling me. Who is this lady? Like, who is she? So she was like one of the recruiting. The yeah, she was one of the recruitment people for the staff. And She's so on the like staff. there's photos of like her with those coaches on social media, her with the player on the social media just posing like with her arm around them. But then like all of a sudden she resigns. He's kicked off the team and these coaches are being reported they're not going to be on the team next year. So we're talking a good old 3 on 1 type deal. 4 on 1. 4 on 1. Yeah, 4 on 1. And yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's wild, man. So yeah, Brian Kelly, one, Brian Kelly's defense must be outrageous. Yeah. Hey, Brian <laughs> Kelly, offense, get your program offense, together. Depending on what you got. Yeah, you had a great first year, and this kind of adds bad blood to it afterwards. But like, get your program together, man. That's that's here, tough. Here we go. No, no, no. You got to bring the good Catholic values down to yeah, yeah. Louisiana. Use that southern like. accent that you all of a sudden found a weekend of being in LSU, <laughs> and and you know talk to them good old boys, and and get it together. <laughs> But so this is this not could a Brian be, Kelly fan here. Uh, no, I guess. this could be a stretch uh, into the sports world because, I mean, I mean, poker is on ESPN. There, honestly, I mean, no, stretch. more ways than one. Oh, oh, no, no, <laughs> sorry. This is the last thing we're going to kind of go over. But I didn't know if you guys saw this, um, which was wild because. Um, it's part of blackjack. I was talking to you guys about it earlier today. So I know poker is on ESPN. So I'm like, ah, this could yeah. be, so this is interesting. This guy, his name is dirty goth boy on okay. TikTok and Instagram and everything. But like, he's is he known, a dirty goth boy. Yeah. He's, he's got tattoos all over his face. And then, you know, dirty. no, no. Like he's got like the black hair. Where's oh, the goth I've seen yeah. this guy. Like he gambles. Yeah. He's always, he's he, like tatted insane up. Insane gambles. Yeah, yeah. Like we're talking ten thousand dollars a hand and stuff like that. Like so Brandon's idol, Frankie's <laughs> idol, true I, I roller. Yeah, like, like he was he was on Barstool because he won. He put two hundred thousand dollars down on a blackjack game yeah. at once, like at yeah, hand, yeah. because he like cool. he got eight and then split, split and then got eight and split oh and then eights and then splits and then eights again. So he got four eights and split them all. And then won all four hands, and so he won four hundred grand off of that two hundred thousand dollar bet. Cool. So he got kicked out of this uh, resort in El- in Las Vegas recently because he said that the the casino was cheating. I'm I don't think it's cheating as much as the the dealer made a humongous mistake. And so well, anyone the dealer makes a mistake, the hands void. So that's what his argument was. Should be. So the issue was he was they were betting two thousand dollars. 
um, a hand, and he was talking about how like when it when they get eighteen, he doubles down, and so like he like will sit there. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, so he like doubles on eighteen. Yeah. So he doubles on 18. Just for the clout. Yeah. That's for just the for the clout. Well, That's when, not what the book when, says. When you have that much money, you're fine with doubling down on 18 because you're going to hold and hope that they bust and you're making more money. That's all that he was... If you're doubling the, the on 18... The math eight, is not math there. I know. But know. Frankie, the, if you're doubling on 18, you're more than likely going to bust out. I'm just saying this okay. is what he was saying. Okay. okay. So, but this is how this is playing out. There's only out. three cards. There's only three cards. And well, eight's a two and a three. That's it. And however many decks, but yeah. Yeah. And right. so, still three and fifty-two. I mean, yeah. the math is math isn't yeah. mathing here. No, book right. so he's basically just throwing away two thousand dollars. Well, unless you essentially, hit. but yeah, unless you hit. So the wild thing was, I'm sure he's counting cards, and this is why when he doubles down on certain things. Oh, but okay. the wild thing was, the they do this. He gets eighteen. He has two thousand dollars. He dealt. They asked if he wants insurance for an easy bust from the dealer. Never get the insurance. Well, insurance he, is when eight, when the dealer's showing ace. Yeah. yeah. And or, so, yeah. yeah, so dealer's showing an ace. He's like, okay, no big deal. He takes the insurance, whatever that insurance was, but then he doubles down on his 18 and does the extra two grand, and they pull it from him. All of a sudden, the dealer, as anyone that's played blackjack knows, the dealer, when they get an ace, they immediately peek at it, it. Yeah. and yeah. if they got a face card, they flip it. After, it's done. after insurance. Yeah, everything's done. Yeah, yeah, after insurance. Yeah. Well, the person peaked. Pulls it back out, the dealer, and then he sees he has 18. They have the ace. He doubles down, puts another two grand on the table. They sweep it, and all of a sudden, the person flips over a king. And he's like, yeah, whoa. No. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. That, yeah. is, that is not how it goes. And then they ended up getting, like, a huge crowd of, like, the casino workers over, like, the, the head honchos. And we're, like, the arguing with bosses, them. Yeah, because you can't yeah. double down. Yeah. Because you, you don't double you, down. you don't get to do anything. Yeah, because he because if he has twenty one, he has to flip it and yeah. plays dead. Yeah. yeah. So here's the here's why it became sticky because they went ahead and he pulled it back and they played and he had eighteen and he had them hit again and he got an ace. So he's sitting at nineteen, and so he was like, so after this all happens, the person flips and he, he was like, no no no, this is not how it's gonna work. Yeah no. And he was like, either give me my two thousand dollars back that you just pulled for me from from doubling down mm-hmm. on this, or you can keep my two thousand dollars and give me this ace for the next hand, and then I'll put down ten thousand dollars on the next one in hopes that I get a blackjack. Yeah, well, that, and that, that will absolutely. But that he was like, there's two options we're gonna do here. So they argued it out, and I guess the casino just literally was like, no, we're keeping your money and leave our casino. And they were staying in like one of the penthouses. So they had security follow them up, nah, and bro. they got swept out of their penthouse and pulled out and kicked out of the casino. Nah. And I'm like, this is wild. So like, I, this, this is point, so wild. At this to me. point, I I just have to assume casino knows who he is, doesn't want yeah. the bad the bad image on the Twitter going crazy. Twitter, yeah. And they're just like, you know what? We don't want any of this. Just get out of here. Right. It sucks. I, I would have just... A, it's a weird scenario. I wonder but. if he got the 2K back from him. I would hope so. That makes sense. But if they didn't, I'm sure because they're like, oh, well, he's a high roller anyway. It's 2K. Leave our casino. Still, I mean, I, I the, casinos, I'm going to say this a little lightly. Casinos are supposed to be held to a... Uh, you know, by held to a standard by like gambling commissions. Yeah, the Nevada yeah. Nevada Gambling yeah. Commission or whatever. Yeah, or whatever. I mean, it, whatever, whatever state. state. 
So, like, I feel like, I mean, two grand, again, to him probably is, it wouldn't be worth it for him to pick up off the ground. Right. So, I mean, maybe he doesn't really care that much. I mean, he's getting the clicks. He's getting the Right. He's getting the saying, clicks. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it's yeah. staged. Yeah, you yeah. ever think about that? Exactly. It, it could be. Exactly. And I just thought it was wild because he was like, they're cheating, and then he showed different ways that casinos cheat. And I'm like, no, I think you're being a stretch. He's talking think, about like hiding cards and yeah, pulling. Yeah, but I don't think yeah. that's cheating. Yeah. I think, I think it's a straight deal, mistake. The, on the dealer deal. screwed up yeah. and didn't own up to it. Yeah, what it sounds like. And yeah. then the casino backed the dealer instead yeah. of backing. As they the will, because they yeah. have the credit. They have credibility. They have yeah. to protect. And that's why I'm saying, like, they probably were just like, we don't want any of this. Right. Yeah. Just get them out of here. Yeah. Right. So, but no, that was a wild thing. But the sports world this week was very insane. So I wonder if he too. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was yeah. No, two weeks ago. That two weeks ago now. Yeah, two yeah. weeks ago. Was it? Yeah, we said it on the last podcast. I think we said it on the Christmas special. Yeah, or we might have. Wow. Yeah. Either way, still RIP Pele. Yeah, I think that wraps up this episode. Um, but yeah. Oh my goodness! The last thing, and I'll just say it. We never talked about why I started the podcast. The whole oh, reason shit. why we did that is simply because we kept joking about it for years. We'd bring up a funny subject, and we'd say, hold it for the podcast, hold it for the podcast. And it was always just kind of like an ongoing joke. And I'm not a person that likes to talk about things without doing them. <laughs> and so I finally was, like, sitting there, and I'm, like, running the numbers on buying equipment and everything. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. And so I bought it. I did a lot of research on how you edit and upload and what you need to do. And we were, we're balling on a budget, so that's why our audio is not great right now. Next um, episode, Yeah, baby. next episode's going to be a lot better. Um, but we're going to have – a better setup and it should be better quality and then we're going to eventually bring in video as well so we can upload on youtube and everywhere else so um we hope that this continues to grow if not we're doing this for the kicks and gigs for us and uh but yeah we hope you enjoy it and then i think that wraps up this episode so uh thank you for joining in and if you've listened this far we really appreciate it and uh <laughs> what are we at like 130. 130. Yeah. Shout out to you, Dylan. Yeah. He's probably like the one person listening. Right. You can <laughs> you can turn on a two times speed, I promise. <laughs> but but yeah, well, we hope to hear you guys hear from you guys on our uh, Instagram or anything. As always, message us on there if you have any uh things that you'd like for us to talk about and uh or not talk about. Yeah, or not talk about. And uh we hope to hear from you guys next time. Cheers. Cheers.